This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. My anger on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Alright, let's cut the music. Al. Yeah, let's get right into Any, any, any Netflix news yet? Still nothing. Uh, it looks like uh, right now we may not know about January um, as it stands. So we may right, know. Now, now what about what? What was the other thing Matt was teasing? Oh, uh, there's still there's uh, can't yet, uh, but there are some big things on the horizon. What do you mean? It'll be can't yet. What? What can't yet? I can't. I can't. I can't let the cat out of the bag. It's uh, you know. Look, once you. Bro, what if the announcement was Vince Russo's coming in as a third partner? It'd be me, Al, and Matt Jones, the three-headed monster. What about that, Al? And that would definitely be a three-headed monster. You know this, Al. You, bro, Al, you know everything in wrestling is, like, just so freaking cutthroat. I mean, my God. Like... Jonathan Coachman just, you know, he just did an interview and he told an unbelievable story of of how they punished them by, bro, Coachman had gone to every Afghanistan tour, right? Yeah. So the next one's coming up, bro, his wife is pregnant with their first child. So his wife and him feel very uneasy about him going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't go. Coachman tells them that that I'm not going. and. As they got closer to the trip, they thought that Coachman was like ribbing him. And he was like, bro, did you see me smiling? Did you see me laughing? My wife's pregnant, bro. I'm not. We don't feel comfortable. I'm not going. Okay. So, Al, they come back from uh, Afghanistan and it's the first draw. Okay. It's the end of the show and take is walking up the ramp. Vince tells Coachman in his headsets. Go attack Taker from behind. So Coachman right away is, why in God's name am I attacking attacking Taker from behind? It makes no sense. So, bro, he attacks Taker from behind. Bro, Taker turns around and literally says to Coachman, I'm sorry, brother. This this was not my idea. Choke slams him on on the ramp. On that metal grate, on the ramp. metal ramp, kicks his ass all the way back to the screen, to the to the ring. Does whatever he does with him, right? Then Coachman hears Batista's music. Now here comes Batista hitting Coachman with every finishing move in the book, and Coachman said, like he said, he had never experienced this before, where 
when he went backstage, bro, he was so effing angry that he was on the verge of tears. Like that's right. how freaking angry he was. And it's like, you know, bro, I tell these stories all the time because when you watch the shows today, Al, you could still see who they're punishing. You could still sure, see yeah. who, you know, who's in the door. You can see it as clear as day. But when, when Vince tells the story, he's full of shit. But, but when Coachman, oh, my God, that, that stuff goes on there. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate because, you know, you've got a lot of, you've got, quite honestly, you've got a lot of very narcissistic, egotistical, arrogant, uh, needy, insecure, inferior-ridden people, especially some of those people that are in and, and you know, they're awfully petty, yeah. uh, you know, and they can, and it's very easy to simply do one thing, you know, that was completely unintentional and then it be taken out of context and twisted and then creates this perception that, oh, now, you know, Coachman, you know, Coach is a, he's big time and everyone's a star, you know, he can't go to Afghanistan like everybody else, you know, and, and they, and that's why I tell, you know, a lot of the young talent that, you know, you, you have this destination and this romanticized view of what it's going to be like once you get to WWE, how it's going to be all sunshine and flowers. And you're going to be, you're going to be living a life of, of perpetually being playing poker and chess, anticipating such events as that, you know, and they don't, they don't realize that that's, that's the case. And Jonathan coach, is a wonderful person and an incredibly talented commentator and great guy all around would do any would t- would have taken a bullet for Vince. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and, and but all it takes honestly is for a coach to go look I can't go you know and then it get in the wrong year with the one of the boys and the, and then they start stirring the pot, you know. Yeah. Why do I have to go? Coach McDonough have to go. I think he is and then it's not it's not ever expressed that way. It's expressed like you know, what's the deal with Coach? Why is he not coming? Uh, you know, you know he's got this. That. Well, man, you know I've got a family. I've got things. You know I'm still here. Mm-hmm. And then it just builds from there. It builds steam throughout the locker room, and then it gets to Vince, and then somebody gets Vince in the right mood, and they they start. And then next thing you know, you know, yep. he, hey, we're gonna make this guy since he didn't go, we're gonna make him pay his dues. He said he put it. He put it best, bro. He says it's never a problem till it's a problem. They'll tell you it's True. never a problem, never a problem, and then it's a problem. Then it's a problem. Yeah. He told I mean, an interesting they, you know. story, Al. Now this I've never heard, bro. I swear I've never really heard this come from too many of the boys, and and you know I think once they're separated from WWE, this would be the first thing they would talk about. But um. I was very surprised because this this to me is very uncharacteristic of the company. <laughs> he was saying, bro, when Vince, you know, again, the the uh, XFL was starting up. Vince wanted yeah. somebody on the XFL there that he could trust. So he named Coachman. So Coachman, bro, was like, bro, every freaking week, the guy was flying back and forth from L.A. to New York every week, L.A. to New York, L.A. to New York. So he right. said, bro, like. 
he wasn't sending in his expenses like every single week because, you know, I mean, it was, you know, he knew he was going to get paid. It wasn't a big deal. Right. He said, so what happened was COVID hit. So now, you know, he, he needed the money, you know, for him and his family. So he got all his expenses together, send them, sent them in. Right. And bro, he made it sound like this was a big chunk of change. I mean, I would say, I would say at least two fifty. Yeah. Okay. So now, bro, he sends in all his expenses, goes to put the the money in the bank, bro. The check cashes. So now he's calling the WWE, and they're telling him, "Oh no!" You mean bounces? You said yeah, bounces. What I say, bounces. I'm sorry, I'll bounces right. So now he calls the WWE and they're telling him, oh, bro, XFL is a different company from the WWE. And Coachman is like, wait a minute. They're owned by the same person. Like, you know, Vince Vince has this money in his back pocket. Like, where's my money? You know, bro, he never got paid. Really? I'm, I'm assuming now, Al, I think you would agree with me. Th- this is going to get back to Vince. I yeah. would find it very, very hard to believe that that Vince doesn't turn around and pay him now. I agree. I agree. Right. I, now, you can say whatever you want about Vince. Right. You know, but I, 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 Vince is, you know, he, he operates by a certain standard and, and you know, and he will he will make sure that that's cleared up. He will make sure that yeah, that's yeah, that's what I said. And that's probably why he went public with the story, knowing if this gets back to Vince, Vince will probably pay him. Well, he might. I you know I don't blame him for going public with the story. Oh, I don't right. either. Yeah, it sounds like there were again probably petty people in the office that decided to stretch him. You know what I mean? Because, you know, screw this guy. He didn't turn his expenses in on a regular basis. Now he's trying to cash in and trying to pull. And he's, you know, maybe he's trying to bury some expenses in there that didn't really happen. Hey, Al, let me ask you a question. Because, because, and look, because, one guy I would guarantee would never do, do that. Would yeah, I agree with you. But, Al, Al, let me ask you this, man, because, you know, obviously I'm, 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 I'm not in this conversation. Bro, I used to hear some moans and groans about, like, you know, li- you know, licensing payoffs, like, you know, action figure payoffs and stuff like that. Bro, w- w- was there ever mo- a moaning and growing with not getting paid off for, you know, a, a match or, you know, your, you know, your down oh, or yeah. whatever? Yeah. There was oh, yeah. a lot of that going on. Oh, yeah. 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 Marty, you know, like Marty Jannetty kind of, you know, there, there was, how much of it I know that there would certainly were because it's a very subjective thing you know but Marty said that like back in the day like you know the office wants to find your number you know so if you go in and you work let's uh, you work a show in a particular town say it's the garden Inn, and I won't go in you know whatever the expenses were you know you know the expenses you know the house and you were fourth match on the card, uh, and you got paid twenty five hundred. But you went back to the garden in a couple, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, and the house is up. You know what I mean? It's more. There's more money. You're still fourth match on the card, but now you got paid twenty two. You go back a third time, and the house is even. It's even a little bit more. Like sold, sold even more money, made even more money. You know. 
you know that the expenses probably didn't really change. Okay? You're still fourth match on the card. You got two. Now you go and complain. Hey, what's the deal? First time I worked worked in the garden, I was paid twenty five hundred. I was on fourth match and signing, you know, next time it's twenty two. Now it's two. Oh bro, oh we're sorry, man, you know, just a little mistake there. Promise won't happen again. You'll never get more than two grand again. You'll never get less. You'll never get more. They found your number. That was Arnie. Wasn't it wasn't that Arnie Skolin back in the day, bro? Yeah, well, in, in you know, in, uh, at the Garden and, you know, in the payoffs and things like that, yeah. But that's, I'm just saying that as a particular and, building. And I like, mean, even four times. Yeah, and you know, even as an independent contractor, Al, you would never dare, you know, you know, ask them, let me, I, I need to see the numbers for my accountant, because if you ever did that, you were done, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had in your, your you know, you had in your, uh, you could, you know, audit the books or whatever once, once, you know, uh, as far as payoffs, things like that. But, you know, let's make cases if you do it, you're yeah, gone. I mean, you imagine that, bro? Jeff, exactly. Can you imagine that in the real world? Like, you're an independent contractor. You don't think they're paying you. But if you audit them, you know you're done. Like, Al, that, that's, that's mafia stuff, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's how uh, that this business used to have. I mean, it was ran much like the mafia. I mean, it was, you know, a lot of way, a lot of rules, a lot of standards, a lot of etiquette, you know, that, that, that don't exist anymore. I mean, they don't, you yeah. know, yeah. but to a degree, you know, when I, I like, I explained, I had a conversation with Jericho, you know, because, you know, the, one of the biggest mistakes I, I made was when I went into WWE, I didn't establish a direct method of contact and communication with Vince and, you have to. You have to have some kind of direct communication with them. And uh, um, if you don't, you know, you're a lot harder on yourself. And it's not you kissing ass or brown nosing or anything. It's just you. That way you know exactly what his vision is, what he's wanting to do. You can you can explain what you're trying to do, so on and so forth. Uh, and, um, you know, you, you, you have to have that with him. Uh, um, because at the end of the day, he's the one that has the vision and he's the one that makes the direction. So, uh, but if you make, you don't make, you don't make that contact, then you've got to rely 100% on, on, you know, his circle of agents that they also have their own agendas. They also have their own favorites. And, you know, and, it, and if you violate something with one of them and, and like uh, Coachman, you know, now it gets stirred up, created, and then you get punished or you get sat on the shelf. And so if you audit somebody, you know, they, they might not directly, you know, let you go because that would mean that, you know, clearly we're doing that as a punitive action. They can just sit there and go, you know what, we ain't got nothing for you right now. You know, we just yep. sit you in the house. Yep. And, exactly, and man. Start getting, you know, on the old days when you did not have – you know, again, you know, you didn't have, like, I tell people this and they just go like, what? Like the first contract I signed in 95, there was no guarantee. There was a guarantee of 12 dates at a hundred dollars a date. Those were the TV dates, which meant you were out on the road for three to four days. You got paid a hundred bucks. That was it. That was all you were guaranteed. Nothing, you know? And so if they didn't book you and you didn't work, 
you didn't get paid. Yeah. Simple as that. And they would, they would set you home and starve you, you know, if they needed to teach you a lesson. Yep. Yep. You know, they'd leave you under contract so you couldn't really, they could say whether you could work for somebody or not. And then they'd leave you home and starve you. Yeah. And if you audited the book, I mean, they would die, you know, we just ain't got nothing more. I'm writing that great. Yeah. God, bro. That's, yeah. All right, let's get uh, down to the brass tacks because I know uh, Al sent in a million things uh, this week. Uh, what do we have? Not, not, not all of them. Not all of them are just car wrecks. I have to be honest. Like there are a few that just exhibit high level athleticism at its finest. The the grace and the agility of some of the Jeff. Jeff would you not agree? Some of these performers just uh, th- this one is spectacular. Yes. Jeff, yeah, chef's kiss. I mean, it's it's incredible. And anybody that would dare, wouldn't you watch these videos? Anyone would that dare would call wrestling fake, uh, I'd slap them right in the face. <laughs> Did you start this again, Jeff, just real quick? Because yep. I want to I let everyone take in the breathtaking action that's about to happen. <laughs> well, listen, for all we know, though, hold on. Let's be fair, bro. For yeah. all we know, this, huh. could be, this could be Al under the hood. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, I move like that. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'll break this down for us, please. You're just going to, what you're going to see is quite honestly, two physical specimens at their finest, highly trained uh, on razor's edge of performance, uh, both in athleticism and coordination and agility and spatial awareness. It's, it's, uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, Gold medal uh, Olympic athletes could not compare. Oh my gosh, that's a high standard. Go ahead, Jeff. What do we got? Hold on. Hold on. We're not in the right spot, guys. We're not. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, back up. Back in. There we go. Wait a minute. Is that are they doing this as a rib? No, they're not. It gets better. <laughs> this has to be a rib, Al. Come on, Al. No. This is a this this is a rib. No way, no way. No, Don't tell me. Don't tell me, Al. Don't tell me. Two time. Uh. <laughs> no, this is that's a rib, Al. It's a rib. No, it's not. <coughs> this is a rib. I don't think with that type of crowd, that's the type of crowd you would do rib rib matches on, like rib work. Yeah, <laughs> rib work. Yeah. All right. What's you, next? You these, they, they move so fast. At least they were working and, safe. Al, at least they were know, working when safe. When, the, when the, the one guy got up and had the one guy in the headlock and the other in the head scissors. It reminded me of two moving men taking a uh, sleeper sofa through the door. Oh, <laughs> pivot, 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 pivot. At least they were working safe. Oh, they were definitely working yeah. safe. Right. All right. Okay. All right. What's next, Jeff? Likelihood of an injury there. Slim and none, and Slim went out the back door. <laughs> the sending by Al. Oh. God, I think I think what I said on on the tweet was thank God they didn't sell out. 
Oh my God, bro. If that had had people in those chairs, what would have happened? <laughs> See, there's an upside to not having an audience. You can now do things like that. Jeff, go back. I want I want to try to st- determine what the floor is made of. Like, <laughs> it looks like a basketball court. Yeah, it's a basketball oh, floor. Oh man, bro, those <laughs> things have no mercy, too, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they have no audience either. But you know, <laughs> so now we got basketball court work. <laughs> basketball court work. I like That's rip a new work. one. Yeah. All right, what's next, Jeff? A sending by Al. It's amazing. I just keep finding this stuff. Now, uh, wait for a second. I want you to run that back. Remember how we always talk about the shrapnel from right. these light tubes? See right. the guy at the top, top right here that's, that's you know, walking up to the guy? Yeah. Pay attention to him. Don't pay attention to the idiot that got hit with the light tube. Pay attention to that guy. He's a fan okay. in the audience. Okay. All right. Look at the guy walk up to him. He got hit in the eye with the light. Jesus, man, bro. Looks like I think he's got some in his hand, too, the way he's holding his hand as well. Oh, was- my God. Yeah, wow. See, we, yeah. we, we talk about this, and then it happens, man. You know? Look at that ring, bro. Right. Look at that ring. <clears throat> Lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, ser- seriously. I mean, we joke about it. Well, it's not really joking, but we said, what, what's going to happen? Here it is right here. I mean, in, in the eye as well. Yeah. Man. Piece of light to hit him in the face. Look, the guy's walking right over. Look, he's like, he's selling. He got hit. Uh-huh. He's going back man. to sit back down. That's awful, man. Back down. It's clear he's a fan. Yeah. You know, and, that, and, and then I, apparently I found out this past weekend uh, you know, when on, on wrestlers, uh, the documentary, it's on Netflix right now. Check it out. Uh, yeah. Hashtag wrestlers, Netflix, um, that on the, you know, when they ask me what a death match is, I go something fucking stupid. Um, I've got heat because of that. Well, look, they're, they're literally a fan got caught in the eye with a, one of those busted light tubes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, how dare I condemn, these guys doing something like that. Yeah. You know, and that, that's going to be good for business. You know what I mean? That's going to be good for all of the wrestling business on the independents. Because, yeah. you know, uh, you, uh, family's going to go, I ain't taking my kid to that. That's where they throw those light tubes and stuff. Yeah. It's a quality apron work. Oh, man, bro. Hey, that guy didn't need that sand he just you know he broke it with his asshole boom damn it bro man don't, don't, vince you don't need a tailbone to walk no not at all not at all man not at all your coccyx, your coccyx can heal itself yes what's, right. next? what's next jeff uh, this one is scary wait so I, I shouldn't look at this it's not gross it's just scary this was sent in by Alan Scott Smith. There's no legs turning the wrong way or nothing like that? No, no. Okay, all right. Oh, man. My God, bro. Ah, he broke, it with, he broke the ball with his head. 
play that play this back because I want Al to explain what they were <laughs> attempting to do and what went awry, bro. So what stop, Jeff. So what 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 go back a little bit. So what what once he picks them up, Al, what is this dude attempting to do? All right, what's he doing right here? Well, what's he doing? What's going on here? Right now, what he's what he's doing right now at this point is he's in a body slam position. When I was picking up his opponent, really all he's ever doing is he's trying to pick up and rotate the hips to where they're up on your shoulders. That's right. where it's okay. But he's pro- I don't know where he's going with this because he doesn't have his uh, left hand behind his opponent's neck, uh, cradling the head way up high on the shoulder near the arm. And I would assume that the reason he does is he's going to try and once he gets him up to a certain height, try to spin him and then flip him in some kind of video game-esque type move. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, is that he doesn't have enough leverage or grip just up on the shoulder or too high up on the uh, And as a result, uh, the guy's upper body doesn't have any support. Once his hand uh, leaves the guy's knee, he's totally relying on the guy to be able to hold him up, and he couldn't do it. And he just literally dropped him right on the back of his head. I've played this through, Jeff. <coughs> oh, Jesus, bro. Man. That's the... That's the risk you take. Watch, you'll kick out. That's the risk you take when a wrestler doesn't take a bump for his opponent. His opponent actually tries to bump him. Yeah. And that, and it never works out well. It, that's why you see so many uh, young talent getting hurt these days for two reasons. One, they're, they're now actually literally attempting to bump their opponents themselves is allow instead of allowing the person to do it for them. Yeah. And two, they're trying to do these very overcomplicated video game esque type moves because they think the more complicated and more elaborate the move is, the more it will get them over selling what they do, not who and why. Yeah. Is this Shira? Is this the lion? The lion? No, it's not. No. Are you sure? Yeah. This ain't the lion. Go ahead, Jeff. No, this is sent by Al. (laughs) 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 You know what? That guy's thinking he's good, man. That looks so much better in my head. That looks so no, much go better. Back, go head. back for a second, Jeff. I mean, bro, this guy had to have tried to rehearse this, no? It looks like he's trying no. it for the first time. Yes. Um, and he's like, I got it. I got it. You guys just catch me. And <laughs> the whole time he's in the air, he's going, this didn't look like this on AEW, man. Oh, and my God, bro. That, in all honesty, this is what happens. These independent wrestlers sit at home, they see spots on Japanese videos, they see spots on Mexican Lucha Libre videos, they see spots on Raw, NXT, and AEW, and then they go, I'm going to do that Saturday night. No practice, no training, no development, no actual physical conditioning, and then they go, and and then that's the result. Uh, What do we got here, Jeff? Send it by Al. 
Wait, can you stop it for a second? I want you to watch the complete nonchalantness of all of this when it first starts. Can you start it again? That was why I included this, because I want you to watch the just, eh, who yeah, gives I a thought, shit kind of attitude. Right? I thought like, they were uh, a team at first. I thought they were a tag team. I know. I was watching. I was like, what is going on? But I want you to the just the whole body language of, you know what, it's Saturday night. We're outside. I guess. Guess I'll just hit you with a light tube. Hold on here. Watch, watch. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, after we get done, you know. But before that, I'm just gonna go ahead and just be ready, okay? Ooh, we're gonna, gonna do hit a, you with a light fight. tube. Sword fight. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And there you go. Right now, the next one. Right. Right. Watch. Now he sells them because two light tubes hit it. So now he's up. <laughs> he's actually hitting him as hard as he can, too. And now, uh, 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 it's gone. No, I got to give the guy, you never say die, okay? You just, if you're going to commit, go all the way. You can't be half pregnant. If you're going to headbutt some light tubes against another man's head, don't give up until you break them. <laughs> I would love to go all the way back to the origin of the light tube and that conversation, Al. The first time it was used, I would love to hear how that got into the game, bro. I did not. I didn't include it. There is a video of a guy in the ring. He's got a scabbard, and he has got a handle on it. And What's a scabbard? What, what is it? I don't know what that is. What is that? Over sword. Over sword. sword. Okay. So he's pulling out what looks to be a white sword tube with a handle on the end of it. And then this girl comes up and he hits her with it over there. And I'm like, what's next, Jeff? All right, this is sent him by Al. Oh, boy, this this does not look good from the jump. <laughs> well, it was the, the referee helping him. That was – It gets better, though. The, the referee – there's couple of, a couple of interesting things in this uh, of note. Watch the referee is helping him get to the top rope. That's, that's very kind of the referee, very gentlemanly. And then we're outside. Oh, well, I've got second thoughts. No, you know what? I'm going for it. And landed on the ground. Was that Dustin Runnels as the referee? I think that that might <laughs> play that back. Let's see if that was Dustin. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. No. You don't think so? <laughs> All right. Okay. I love that. Look, I love the fact that he had second thoughts. He's like, whoa, this is a little higher up than I thought. You know what? No, screw it. I'm going for it. At least he was smart enough to wear a mask out. Ah, <laughs> uh, True. Oh no! No way! Oh my God! No way! This is the this is the this is basket the basketball court work. Yeah, but here this is a different shot, so we see how he gets up there. And then I want you to watch the guy on your screen down at the bottom in the right hand over here on the right hand side. Okay. All right. Only <laughs> there's only one guy in this whole group that's you to pick out which guy was smart. Clearly not the guy on the basketball. This is very Spider-Man-esque. <laughs> yeah, it is. Until it gets to this point. Oh! Look at, <laughs> look at the guy. Look at the guy. 
Wait, go back. Yeah. That was the old Ole. The guy did the old Ole. Yeah, yeah. There he is. There he is. Yeah, like not my. That blood's not on my hands. It's not on me, bro. It's not on me. I told him I'm not catching your dumbass. Look at this. Where's it going to end? Honestly, just in. Oh my! And how long? the two of those guys down there waiting for that guy to get up there to jump off. You know what I mean? How, you know, they stood there for how, how long waiting for him to get in position to do it. And then the other guy just went, no, nope, screw it. I'm out of here. Yeah, this was sent in by Al. Yeah. That, so you understand, was a flat screen TV. Oh, was that what that was? I could not I tell could what that was. That. Either. that was a one of those older, heavier flat screen yep. TVs. You can see it now. Yep. Yep. He hit him with. He hit him with a, a flat screen TV. Get ready. This was a. I've never seen this before. Just when it doesn't get any worse, it does. It's worth it. What, what what are we doing here? Dry ice. That's called dry ice. Oh my god, bro! You gotta be. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dry ice. <laughs> Just drink it in, Vince. He opened up a cooler and brought out dry ice. He's now placing a plate of glass over the dry ice. What the dry f- ice f- is not what enough. You, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Joseph. Stop. Do you see? Go. Go back. Uh, do you see what's holding up the plate of glass? Yeah, dry eyes. Two fluorescent tubes. Come on, that's creative. That's creative, Al. I listen. Just when we felt like, like they couldn't take it any further, they take it another step. And again, I can't thank them enough. LVW Academy on the cutting edge. We now have a, a dry ice syllabus about dry ice. I I am giving them credit for putting glass on two two fluorescent light bulbs. I think that's very creative. Over top, we're making a dry Over ice top sandwich. of dry ice. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right. and, we, and we, he conveniently put dry ice in two places. Yes. so that he could take the cutter on one of them. So yeah, right, let's see this again, Jeff. I, I love the fact that he literally brought a cooler in the ring so he could bring out the dry. Uh, being done by a guy who already has a shoulder injury. Tell me that these deathmatch people don't have heart. Bullshit. And he's wrestling in slippers. In slippers. <laughs> Look, dry oh, ice. Dry ice, okay. Okay. He's wearing gloves, though. You got to yeah. give him points for that, Al. He's wearing gloves. You know, dry ice is dangerous. It'll burn you. Yet, never mind the you're just going to take a bump on it with just no shirt. Look, right? look, look at the idiots recording in the first row. Look, look, look yeah. bro. they're going to take it home and show their kids. All right, there's a fluorescent bulb. I come, yeah, to, I'm, come over here. Glass. Come over here, you. Let me get you up. Guy, out of nowhere, cutter on the dry ice. Oh my god, covers him. Stick out, he, yeah, he did out, stick out. And the other one. Yeah. If that wasn't enough to put him down, I don't know what is. You know? 
All right. If I know one way to really beat somebody is to bring in something of sub-zero temperature so that that way, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't wait for the dry ice sandwich. The dry ice. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was that. These people are lunatics. I swear. This was sent in by Al. Al, is this an old lady? It's very hard to tell. Uh, trying to remember that. Oh, she's not. I don't know, but oh, wait, could you run it back real quick? I remember why I said, okay, I was watching this, right? And the guy right there that that is in the ring right now and he's about to bump the girl, I was like, he looked like a fan, like he's dressed like a fan. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching the video and he goes over and grabs this girl and like back suplexes her. And I'm like, is, am I watching violence video? Because it looked like it looked like a husband beating up his wife. You know what I mean? The guy's not dressed as a wrestler. He's dressed. Look at him. He's dressed in just street clothes. And then and I was like, what is going on here? What about so what just, about the fluorescent light bulb fragments? <laughs> watch, it gets better. But it does look like it's happening. Right? You made macaroni and cheese again? Oh damn it, Lois. I gotta tell you though, back up, bro. The the, the girl, back up, Jeff. She he she was smart enough to put a hand on the back of her head. Well, so I give her credit for this. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Some fan yells like, take your shirt off, pussy to this guy. Look, watch. See, at least she's smart enough to do that. Well, he get, now he's going to do a little housekeeping. Lois, I told you, make sure the broken light tubes are outside the ring, okay? I'm going to set up a pane of glass. We'll try and get the crowd behind me. It looks like I just walked out of a mall holding my wife's purse for too long, and I, I am upset. She's gonna, now watch this. Ridiculous. Oh! Here we go. It's no. not the pane of glass. No. Oh! He lands on top of her. Go go play that back, Jeff. Oh my god. Crush Crushed her. I mean my wife, she spends too much time at like H and M or something at the mall, but I mean for God's sake. <laughs> No more macaroni and cheese, Lois. (laughs) Oh, my God, bro. The guy was dressed like a fan. I was so like, what is happening? Did a guy just get in a ring and belly to back? This just happening. Is there more, Jeff? Yeah, this one was sent in by Stevie from Scotland. Oh, no. no, Somebody stop him. The kid does not deserve this. This isn't right. Oh my! Oh, no, that was not right. Gee, money, Christmas. Gee, whiz, uh, bro. So much could have went. So much could have went wrong. So many that, is that homicide? Oh my god! I think it's low keys. One of them. It's kind of blurry. It's hard to tell. <laughs> that is scary, Jeez. man. That's yeah. That's, that is. That's, that's just insane. These guys are freaking insane, man. Yeah, I, I promise you. I bet you the kid kicked out. Yeah. You know it? Seriously. I'm going to make a t-shirt. Kick out it too. All, life is all good as long as you kick out it too. All right. This one was sent in by Kevin Gordon. Oh, 
Oh, my God. Where did he take that? Where, 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 where exactly did he take that? Middle of his back, I believe. Middle and small edges of the of the seats, on the backs of the seats. And they didn't move. Those chairs didn't move. Holy Your God. body doesn't bend backwards that way very well. Oh, God. Oh, that is going to hurt tomorrow. This And it's not going to prevent them from doing it anymore. This is the last one. This is sent in by Big Evil Pops. Uh, he always finds good ones. All right. This I'm digging now. All right. This, this is up my alley. Here we go. Because you know why you're twisted. Wait, 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 wait. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Play that again. Can you do it one more time? <laughs> Smacked him on the head, knocked him silly. Oh, it's out of here. Man, bro. It that might be, awesome. it could be. It is. Now, well, what, I mean, what kind when we put this in the syllabus, what kind of work is this? Whoa. <laughs> uh, that, uh... What kind of work is that? I, I, I don't even know. I've heard of tossing, but I've not heard of field goal putting. Man, uh, do this again. Do this again, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets some serious distance. I like this one. I like this one. I'm, I'm into this one. Boom. The Three Stooges. Hit. And pow. <laughs> oh that one was true. Who said that in? Big Evil Big Pop. Pop. Big Evil yeah. Pop. He gets bonus points for that. That one was awesome, bro. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, We've had tossing people. It's now football putt little people. That was awesome. All right. Jeff, do we have any time for the news with uh, the great Al Snow? Yeah, some weird CW situation. I don't know how much you guys have seen of this. So the rumors had come out, and I think Billy Corgan kind of hinted at it, that the NWA was going to be on CW, and there might even be a reality show involved. Well, then they had a pay-per-view, and they did this spot where uh, Jim Mitchell snorted cocaine. And everybody... Pop the brakes. Okay. He didn't just snort cocaine. They literally... and the the, So you, Vince, so you know, because I... Saw it before the the news broke, and even I, in my sensibilities, which aren't many, right? Even I went, "Ooh, wow! What what were they thinking doing that?" The announcers, the commentators, throw to it. Hey, they don't. It's not like you just happen to see it in the crowd. The commentators literally go, "Hey, look over there!" Right, right. To a group of people that composed of women that were dressed like prostitutes prostitutes a gimp and then jim mitchell and they're all snorting cocaine off a table supposedly <laughs> in that? the crowd what was that little guy there the guy that we just saw uh, yeah, well, he should have been, been yes he, he should have definitely been. Been. <laughs> all right so all right so they, they throw Am I not wrong, Jeff? did not the commentators throw over to that yeah to bring attention by the whole audience okay so right? we're, we're snorting cocaine go ahead jeff so yeah, what looks like cocaine, right? Yeah. So after this happened, a bunch of people <laughs> complained and tagged the CW, complaining that they're going to have a show where they do this, which like, whatever. That, 
it's absurd. Yeah. So, but they do that. And then NXT gets a TV deal with CW. Now they have not officially said that the NWA is not going to be on there. I can't see WWE going on there. Actually, there was, a, be- there was a rumor that the, the rumor mill that they were, that NWA was going to start in January uh, on CW. They had the reality show. And then, and that situation with that on a on a pay per view, just so you remember, my was not on their TV. It was on a pay per view. Uh, the outrage happened. They people tweeted CW and tagged them and all of that about it. And then there was talk briefly that now go from being on the actual CW network, they were just going to put it on the CW app. Right. Both the reality show and NWA power. And a day later, uh, CW announced that starting in, I think it's September or October of 2024, NXT will now be on CW. And there's not been any mention of the status of NWA going forward. Yeah, so that that's basically it. That that's the rumors that this possibly could have cost NWA their spot on CW because of the outcry over this over this spot. And we we remember the the whole thing with MLW where they weren't on Peacock. Remember that they were on some station, but that that program didn't air on on Peacock because the WWE network was on there and they were not going to have any wrestling that they didn't own on with them. So I'm wondering, would has something changed maybe with TKO owning them? They don't care. But you wouldn't think that NXT, WWE would put a program on, and then another wrestling company that they're not affiliated with also be on the same channel. I, I doubt that will happen. And I know WWE has enough stroke that they can, in it, you know, but even if they didn't have enough stroke, it's not like NWA made help their case by doing something risque, you know. And I don't, and that, that for me, um, you know, I don't understand it because quite honestly, I think that was to pop, really was just to pop the boys, you know, doing something like that. Uh, if you don't know James Mitchell, you don't know James Mitchell's lifestyle, then you don't get the joke or you know, a joke as far as, because that's kind of James is James and that's kind of how he lives. You know what I mean? Um, Al, do you want that, to get that, you, done, that being done for the wrong reasons? It's it's aside from the fact that it was a real kind of walk in the line kind of you know uh, vignette that you're doing. It was being done just for the boys. You know? Al, do you want to hear something funny? And you don't need. I, I know you don't know <laughs> this story, right? But bro, the attitude era starts taking off. Okay, and bro. One of the big sponsors at the time was Taste the Rainbow. And Vince basically said, we can't have that commercial on this show. So then, bro, like, you know, I'm I'm going to the uh, I'm going to the, uh, you know, 7-Eleven with my kids. And there's like Steve Austin lollipops. So I went back to Vince and I'm like, bro, you can't. Uh, do you watch our show? 
you see, you can't have Steve Austin lollipops. So, bro, I was put, I was made a part of the meeting with with licensing where they, bro, because everybody wanted to be in bed with all the light with, with the WWE. So they wanted to license everything. So, bro, now Vince puts me in on the licensing meeting and they have to pitch me where I have where, and, and convince me this is not for kids. That no, this this isn't enough. So, bro, they're trying to pitch me a slip and slide. Oh, this is going to be the craze of college campuses. This is going to be the, and I'm like, get the F out of here, slip and slide. But my point is, Al, at least we knew this was now an adult orientated theme. And yes, we may lose some money, but we're going to get a whole different type of sponsor for the show. Right. Yeah. But the, uh, the difference, though, again, and I might want to point out is that what you did in the Attitude Era was for the audience. What was done on that NWA pay-per-view boards. And, and that was, the, why do it? You know, you're taking a very, very sharp risk. And, you know, and sometimes you do, like, you know, we've, you know, talked about that. Sometimes you have to take a risk to kind of take things in a new direction and, and bring in a new audience, you know, to appeal to a much more adult. Uh, historically, professional wrestling has always been and always will be primarily an adult audience. Still today, uh, you, you go to any, any, you know, Raw or SmackDown, you're going to see 85% of the audience could be adults who have brought kids, but the majority of them are adults. If you go back on YouTube and you go look, Back at on at shows all through the nineties, the eighties, the seventies, the sixties, the fifties. Primarily, the audience was adults, you know, and and uh, the belief that it, it is directed towards children is is absurd. Licensing merchandising, yeah, a lot of that is, but the show itself isn't. But it's always been done to where the audience kind of gets and understands what the risque kind of stuff is. What was done on NWA was done strictly for, and that's why it was, it was not, it was one, it was, I think it was in poor taste, quite honestly. Uh, I'm not condemning them or criticizing them. Sometimes you take a risk and it pays off, and sometimes you take a risk and it doesn't, and this one clearly didn't. But it was done for the wrong reason, to appeal to the broader audience. It was done to appeal to, you know, just the boys who knew James Mitchell's lifestyle. Yeah. Or his former lifestyle. I don't know if he still has that lifestyle, but his former lifestyle. You know? well, whether it was, you know, you thought it was stupid, poor taste, let's take that out of the equation. Let's just look at what actually yeah. the scene. Because I feel like wrestling is always held at a different standard than other TV shows. You're, I'm, I'm, there's been probably characters on the CW that have done way worse things in other TV shows than Snort Cocaine. You know, there's right. murder. There, I mean, there, there's all this terrible stuff. Why is wrestling held right. to a different standard? Because it's not like all other TV shows. It's not acting. It's not. We're selling the idea that we are. It is a competition. It is not a show. It's a sporting event. That's ultimately at the heart of it. That's what we're really selling. Tuss, 
say what you want, tell yourself whatever you want, but we're, and we, we put stuff around it, you know what I mean? Like that, you know, vignettes and personal things. They're all done to either, or to add gravity to the consequence of the win and loss. That's what they're done. That, that now, you know, and, and these guys in the eyes of the fans are not playing a, a, a role. They're playing who they are. They're, that's why wrestlers are more identifiable as celebrities in general public than, than a, a movie star. Because you're not going to necessarily recognize the movie star because you recognize him as the character he played in a film. Where you're going to recognize the wrestler because they're that person 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <clears throat> that's why, uh, uh, you know, wrestlers aren't actors because they can't adopt or create or manufacture a persona that's not really an aspect because the audience will see through it. It, 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 it and, and that's why it's being held to a different standard because we know as we're watching uh, uh, CSU or CVS, whatever it is, SVU, uh, and we're watching, you know, some horrific, horrendous actions that are being taken place. We know it's a TV show. We're being, you know, what we're being sold on wrestling that, we're wanting to get them to buy into the fantasy that it's real. Like it's just like UFC. I mean, you know, granted, it's not like UFC in that, you know, we're going to take them out on a date and then one guy's going to steal the other guy's girl. And, you know, those type of things are going to happen because we they can't relate to. But you, you're not you, – it, it just – those things – I, I can't verbalize it well enough, but there's a line that you can't cross. You can have Steve Austin go out there, and quite honestly, I mean, you're you're kind of advertising, you know, uh, heavy heavy drinking, you know, sport, you know, with him chugging one beer after another. You know what I mean? But hey, you see that at football, you know, at tailgating for football, you see that it's more of a socially acceptable. You don't see, and we've always had that connotation of seeing a guy with a bunch of hookers and a gimp snorting cocaine in public at the tailgate for the football game. I mean, I, you know what I mean? You'll see that on a movie about, you know, the, the, the uh, decadence of Las Vegas up inside a private hotel room, but you won't see that out in front. And it, that, that applies whether it's wrestling or not, it's socially, you know, it's not acceptable. And at the end of the day, regardless of what you think Orphine has been and always will be a mirror of the society that it is in right at this time. So that's why in the 60s, it was much more basic, much more simple, because quite honestly, the audience was much more basic and much more simple. It's evolved and gotten much more sophisticated because the audience has become more sophisticated. You know, it, well, the the wrestling hasn't become more sophisticated. Actually, it's become, you know, where it's all just about the moves, um, and that and and society wise, it's just that's kind of you've gone too far. You, it's not acceptable. Can you imagine, bro? Like back back this up for a little bit, man. Can you imagine, bro? Because this is the reality of it, bro. Billy Corgan must have been working on this for a very, very, very long time. And my God, bro. 
As soon as this happens, WWE picks up the phone and says, hey, my hey, we got a show. Yeah, man. Because wasn't it that long ago that we, you guys reported on the fact that NXT was going to USA Network? You know, and, uh, you know, somebody got wind of the fact that this overstepped the lines. And now CW is not bringing NWA on, which tells WWE that CW has an interest in carrying a wrestling product. Bring, hey, hey, yes, so and so over at WWE. I hear, you know, you guys. Had a little problem with uh, NWA. You know, we got a wrestling, you know, we don't you don't have a home right now for NXT. You know, USA was going to take it, but, you know, we give it to you guys as a favor. I know you guys are really up in your live sports on your stations, and, you know, this would be a great fit. Oh, NXT, we don't have to worry about, you know, uh, hookers and blow on TV. Fine, we'll take it. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works, bro. That's And, you know, what a kick in the nuts. For, you know, for NWA, just in general, I mean, for Billy and for all the talent, I could imagine like, like if I were right there and we were going to get a, you know, we were literally weeks away from having a, a debut on, you know, a major network like CW. And then all of a sudden the rug gets pulled out, you know, and from rumor has it that it was that, that spot, that vignette was Billy's idea. Yeah. And he pushed for it to yeah. be on the show. It's got to be. That's going to be heartbreaking. That's and it's got to be. Hard, but again, you know, with, <laughs> with guys like Billy and guys like Tony Khan and all this, Al, you know, and the difference with you and them and the WWE, bro, a lot of a lot of a lot of this is inexperience, man. I because sure. I I remember what what, what was what was uh, Brad Armstrong. Bro, I remember we we had a character, you know, Brad was kind of a hippie dude, always high. But the gimmick was, bro, every time you knocked on the locker room door and opened it, smoke just which it was an it was a Cheech and Chong gag. Correct, but that's inferred. There's a difference between inferred and then watching them actually. Right. Even even still today, right? You know, even though really pot, you know, marijuana and all that's being legalized and it should be legalized it everywhere. Who cares? You know what I mean? Um, even though it's being more socially acceptable and you're seeing more of it in mainstream uh, entertainment being used on a wrestling show, you can't have a guy sitting there smoking a joint directly on camera. You can have open up a door and smoke comes rolling out and you can infer that he had done it you could have inferred that james came out you know wiping his nose and doing that you could have done that and there wouldn't have been any heat but you can't have him sitting there you know just you well, know my, but, but bro my point doing the, old, doing the old booger sugar right off the table yeah. i mean that's, uh, but, but al my <laughs> point is bro stands and practices put the kibosh on that so, like, based on my experiences, believe it or not, even I would have known, bro, this is probably too much and not going to fly, especially in a brand new relationship. I mean, at least get some favor first with the network. Let's see how things go. To me, it, the, the timing of it was was atrocious, bro. Yeah, I you know, but to your point, like standards and practices then would have poo-pooed it. I guarantee you now, 
you'd be able to get past it, you know, with them just the door opening and the smoke coming rolling out. They wouldn't have a problem with it. No, society has changed. You know, it's gotten a little looser, but you still couldn't show them on, on TV actually doing it in a wrestling show. Al, you, you know what happened? You'll, you'll love this once. Uh, you'll, you'll love this, you know, just short little story real quick. A, a lot of people say, bro, like th- there's such folklore about me. Oh, you know, R- Russo blames standards and practices that he couldn't do what he wanted. That is bullshit, bro. I never I never blame them because Al knows there's a, a thousand ways to do something. The, the problem I have with standards and practices, Al, was, you know, they never gave me the rules. So it right. changed week to week according to – and I'm like, give me the handbook. Just give me the handbook. I will never break a rule. So, Al, there was the, – the, the, again, talking about scoring, <laughs> bro, I wanted to have this one ap- episode where Hall and Nash show up to the show drunk. Okay? They show up drunk. Oh, no, we, we can't have that. We, we can't have wrestling on the show, show uh, uh, you know, showing up drunk. So, bro – I go like this now because I always used to have to out outthink them, and then what they what they would do would blow me away. I say, okay, how about this? Uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash show up to the show, and they both have very bad colds. So throughout the entire show, out they're drinking Nyquil, and as right. they. Oh yeah, you you could do that. You have to like, oh okay, bro. So so kids are going to run to the medicine cabinet and start down. That was again, again, again. You because you you just said something, all right, Uh, and and kind of to your point too, Jeff. Right again, and pay attention. What did I tell you was the primary audience of professionals over decades? Kids. No. No. They are not. It is adults. It is grown human beings. If you, and to this day, I want you to watch any wrestling show and look at the audience. You will see the majority of that audience will be adults. It will not be children. But that does not mean that the network does not believe that kids are watching the show. I know that. But the only reason kids are watching the show is because adults are introducing them to it and watching it with them. Right. Yes. That is another way that wrestling gets disparaged by the mainstream entertainment industry of, oh, that's just for kids. I believe that. And it's, it's the same as saying only blue collar, dirt poor people buy that. That's, that's lowbrow entertainment. It's the same exact thing. I dare anyone to prove me wrong. Go back and go get any, any. Go back to the in-your-house days to when it was G-rated wrestling. Go back to when it was in the 60s. Go watch YouTube and go watch and pay attention to any live event, whether it be sporting or concert, etc. And when they are really drawing money, not the largest percentage of that audience will be adult female fans. This idea that it's only for children is absurd because it's not all that you have tons of evidence to the contrary but it is another way to disparage professional wrestling and go oh, you have to be a child or be lowbrow or basically mentally incapacitated 
incapacitated to find that to be entertaining. Yeah. And it's horseshit. I mean, it's just complete utter horseshit. And those that are within the wrestling business, including you that just did it, add to that belief. Because no that's, what, that's, what, uh, that's what the networks think. That that's my. But point. that's why. Why do the networks think that? Because we tell them that. Right. I agree. I agree. Because the networks tell us that, and then we go, "Yeah, you're right. It's just the kids." No, it's not. It is the adults. The adults are the primary audience, and were and and it was proven. And when we started producing and te- and writing television that appealed to adults, the audience did what? It grew. Yeah. And then we were told, well, we can't do that anymore because now we're, of course, going through the cyclical nature of creativity, which is we're going to have a bit of a dip and then we're going to have a lose something until we can come up with a new something that's hot to that particular audience. But no, 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 no. It's only the children because where we were marketing our licensing and our merchandising was to children, you know, and. We have to keep in mind, because I've raised six of them, Lord knows, children do not have the same worldview as adults. So what you consider naughty or dirty, they don't consider it in the same way. They take it for what it is. Do you think uh, Gracie's hitting a NyQuil? Oh, she's coming in hammered every Thursday. <laughs> little poor There's little. no way that she's coming out of the car that you. Step already. Yeah, bless you know her, bless I mean? her heart, uh, Gracie. All yeah, right. Good for her. She's probably full up to the eyeballs. And if hey, if she were my kid, it wouldn't be nice. Well, it would be Benadryl that way. <laughs> All right. Listen, Al. What, what I've what? raised him. I'm telling you, man, there's nothing wrong with Benadryl. It is the greatest babysitter in the world. You know? Oh, very nice. Uh, Jeff, you go shopping. If you Jeff, got a, it, you know, when they get older, you know, and they get the hip to the taste, you just go to the vet, you get yourself a little tranquilizer. We're going to be reading on the worldwide interweb later that the Western, Al Snow's Western, <laughs> is now dead. It is now dead, and 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 WWE is he's, picking it up. He's advocating. He's advocating. <laughs> uh, child abuse. All right, Al. What did you add to the list this week? Go ahead. I I know you added something. Uh, Go ahead, Al. Oh, I've added a lot of stuff. Well, first off, Wrestlers is on Netflix right now, streaming uh, the docus. Series, the hit docking series. Uh, you can support it by put, putting hashtag wrestlers Netflix, please, out on your social media. Keep spreading the word. Um, we're not guaranteed yet a second season. We're still keeping our fingers crossed and still hoping. And there is a really good chance. We're just waiting to see. Uh, and uh, if you want more information on OVW, you can go to ovwrestling.com. We are live on Fight TV from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we're outside of WWE and AEW. I think we're the only other company in the country that do live television. Um, if you uh, you can catch it from between Canada, Puerto Rico, Guam, Virgin Islands, Bahamas, about 100 million plus ho- households on a variety of national networks, YTA, Action Channel, Next Level, Game Plus. Uh, you can check it all out if you're wanting to become a professional wrestler. And I have no doubt that the cornucopia of videos that exhibited the grace and the poetic fury of athleticism that we showed on this week's show will not will inspire you to want to follow your dreams, uh, which could become um, becoming a professional wrestler. And uh, you can go to 
OVW Academy. You can go to OVWAcademy.com find out more where we, on a weekly basis, thanks to the show, upgrade and institute new syllabuses like uh, this week we uh, were how to shatter a coccyx uh, syllabus. Um, and we were also going to how to make it look like your wrestling match was actually spousal abuse. Um, and then, of course, uh, what was the one that uh, we I had basket, basketball court work? We had basketball court. We had dry ice. Dry uh, ice how work. to work. Dry ice work. We had um, uh, the fluorescent uh, light glass table work. Yeah, we had that. We had a lot of interesting work this week that really took things to another level. You know, how to uh, casually lull your opponent into a false sense of security before you hit them with a light tube work, you know? <laughs> um, lots, lots of cutting edge kind of stuff. Uh, of course, never forget our favorite cinder block work, uh, you know, barbed wire, baseball bat work, uh, you know, rope work. That was always, that's always a, that one guy where the referee held him up there so he could, you know, and then he had second thoughts. Incredible rope work. You know what I mean? Just, just amazing rope work. So um, Don't check forget out to kick a, kick a short person dressed as a gorilla into the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Deal, go, hunt, a little person work is, that's going to be at the top of the syllabus. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to catch them and keep, because they're pretty quick. You know what I mean? They can run under furniture. So um, they're, they're, they're cagey and wily. Uh, I thought about creating like little person scene. Seeing eye little persons, you know what I mean? Because then they could, you could put them in a harness and help people. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I swear to God, that that is a show. Like that is a show. Can you imagine, bro? We get these same people that were in these matches, yeah, and they've got a they've got to lay out to Al Snow what it is they're going to attempt to do. What they were, what they were hoping to do. What they were hoping to do. That would be freaking. I, I what was what was the thought process in this when you yeah. were approaching it? What yeah. what were you hoping from this? Yeah, you're the you're the agent of the match, and they've yeah. got to come and lay it out to you, bro. <laughs> oh, that would right. be tremendous, man. Yeah. yeah, and then just sit and listen, take it in. Just yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> because that's the one thing we don't really capture on these videos is the conversation in the yeah. locker room. Where, hey, I've got a great idea. What's that? I'm going to bring in a cool out, a big chunk of dry ice, and lay it in there. Then you lay there and sell. I'm going to get another chunk, put it over in the far side. I'm going to put two tubes of light tubes down, and we're going to make like a table with glass. Now, when I go to get you, you cutter me on the first pile of dry ice, and then pile drive me on this in between the plate of glass. The light tubes and the net, the crowd will we'll go nuts. The crowd will go Even no though I've seen dry ice, in I do believe you would have green lighted and given your approval for the little person punt. I think you would have let that go. Hell yeah, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. At least you're honest, Al. At least you're honest. All right, what else is going on now? Uh, uh, unnatural, the supernatural Western, I will hear at the start of the year. Uh, and, uh, um, that's with little monsters entertainment. Um, you can go, you can, if you want to watch my stand up, I have a special on premier streaming network, myself and my partner, David Box Mullen from, uh, the historic comedy club of Zanies. Uh, we have some dates coming up in, in uh, actual standup dates coming up in 2024. 
find those dates out and let you know. Um, and then if you were interested in my book, you can uh, go to Amazon.com, Self-Help, Life Lessons from the Bizarre Wrestling Career of uh, Al Snow. If you're interested in comic books, you don't really want to just read words. You want to see pictures, too. You can go to BrokenIconComics.com. Uh, you know, I know how much uh, Vince loves reading his coloring books, so you can read comic books. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can go to The Real Al Snow. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Jeff will attest, awesome jokes, full of hilarity every single day. People take, tweet me all the time, Vince, and are like, thank you. I needed that. You made yeah. my day. Yeah, they need, they needed that to get through. the. They need your jokes to get through the day, Al. Yeah, they, yeah okay. Hey, Al, the big one, the big one did not happen yet. Is it the big one about to happen soon between uh, Jesse Goddard and EC3? Uh, yes, Thanksgiving Thunder. We have a TV Special on a on Tuesday of the week of Thanksgiving, and it is title versus title, the national title of Jesse Goddard versus the NWA World Title of EC3. So that is the very first in the history of OVW. The NWA that's awesome. World title will be defended at the historic Davis Arena. Yeah, yeah, for OVW. So yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, I'm, it is I'm a really, big deal because you know I I do the show with EC3 and he's real real excited about that guy. So I think that's something, man. You def that'll be on fight, right? I will. It'll be on fight. Yeah, it'll be on fight, and it'll locally WBNA live. They'll re-air it again on Thursday, but then all the national shows will carry it as well. All right, awesome. All right, live on, on fight on uh, uh, that Tuesday. Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Tuesday before Thanksgiving. All right. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. All right. The great, the great Al Snow, everybody. We are so lucky to have Al on the show, man. I I, I truly, 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 truly mean that. What's going on in your world, Jeff? Check out our Patreon, guys. We got a few new shows that are starting up. The first one already started, your Bro Rants of the week you've done your first one of those on pro wrestling excuses so you can check that out patreon.com slash russo twc we also got the dave Meltzer tony khan comedy extravaganza that will be starting next week yes uh, that's going to be on patreon as well all people at the russo raw tier will now be able to participate in a round table with us every month chat it up um extra castrating the marks ec3 Disco Inferno, Master Shoot Theater, Vic Venom with Truth of Consequences, whole lot more, patreon.com slash RussoTWC. Yeah, guys, check that out, man. Still starting at 75 cents a week if you want to get in on the $3 tier to just try it out. Uh, I guarantee you, bro, you will get your money's worth. Man, bro, freaking Meltzer. Meltzer charges $12.99 a month, bro, and we have tiers starting at $3.00. Check it out, bro. I think you'll really appreciate it. That is it, everybody. For me, Al, and Jeff, we'll see you next week.